If we refuse to explore ideas, then perhaps our own prejudices will become our prisons. However, if we do explore, they may become our paradise. Let's talk about that in a moment. If you would like some assistance exploring the world of ideas and making sense of your own life, your situation, your emotions, head on over to beautifulpodcast.com. Use the coupon code BEAUTIFUL2021 and you get 50% off your first coaching session. Let's begin. This is a beautiful thought. Welcome, beautiful thinkers. This is a beautiful thought. This is how your life is already wonderful. I was thinking about some things. I was thinking about the idea of asking questions, having an open mind, being prepared to investigate new ideas that you might not have heard before. And some people will pay lip service to the idea of having an open mind, but then you'll find that they have a point. Like they will say something to you like, I'm all for having an open mind and exploring ideas, but... And then they will normally deliver a thought-terminating cliche when they say something like, more for having an open mind, but not so open that your brain falls out, which is something, okay, that's that's not really a rule that you can apply. (laughs) How how are you meant to know at what point your brain falls out? How, How are you meant to know at what point an idea becomes absurd if you're not willing to explore, entertain, consider an idea. The only way you can know if an idea is really absurd or just appears absurd according to your biases is if you go into it, is if you 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 put on that hat and say, all right, what is really going on with this idea? Is there any evidence to support it? Or put on our, our six thinking hats from Edward de Bono and start to think, okay, well, what's the, the positive aspect? What's in the, the, the negative aspect? Uh, is it, What are the facts around this? These kinds of things. So we can actually consider, <laughs> consider, really consider the idea, uh, ask those questions. And I find myself sometimes going through the, going into these rabbit holes. Um, my friend, Bob Lunn, shared this information with me and also uh, Andrew Howard previous guest on the podcast shared some interesting information with me about the idea of the the mud flood or the Tartarian empire and I'm still not really sure how credible the these ideas are there are definitely aspects of it that make me go hmm you know that doesn't make a lot of sense like they they share these uh, the these landscapes, the, these drawings or paintings of Australia in just a couple of years after the first fleet landed in Australia, and um, it seems to be that they've 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 built these grand edifices, or in the the, the thirty years after it was settled by the English, there there are these wonderful cathedrals and things, and and I start to ask, mm, you know. How did how did that get there? The idea of the Tartarian Empire is well, it's it's kind of a fantastic and fascinating idea that the the entire world was settled by this previous empire 
coming out of Central Asia and they had this advanced technology uh, and uh, flew around the world in Zeppelins, which is, I don't know if that's true, but it's very interesting. (laughs) And, you know, I don't have to know if it's true because this is still food for thought for me. It's still a kind of intellectual exercise. It's a creative exercise because I can begin fertilizing my my brain with this and and then later somehow use it in in a different way that perhaps might not be literal or factual or whatever which is another thing that Edward de Bono talks about a poe a poe is a propositional idea an, an idea which doesn't necessarily have to be factually correct or even literally possible in this world but it's an idea that can provide us a stepping stone to bring us to something practical. And so when we're willing to explore ideas, even ones that are bizarre and absurd, even even ones which, you know, many people will reject on their face, like the idea of a flat earth, people will, will take that and say, hmm, you know, where does this go? And, you know, you might end up writing a novel like the Discworld novels from Terry Pratchett, uh, where the disc world is suspended on the back of four elephants and under the elephants are uh, this giant turtle called Great Atun who travels through the, the cosmos. Maybe it's useful for that. <laughs> or um, if you're interested in making computer games or you're interested in mathematical models, maybe the idea of flat earth comes into it in, in that context where you can create a simplified mathematical art model for simulating an earth maybe you know who, who knows where this this stuff go i i don't really know where an idea is going to go again i, I bring up the example of richard Feynman and is in the, the cafeteria i think he was teaching at caltech and and uh he was provided tenure there at, at caltech at the time and he would see these plates Spinning through the air, somebody had dropped or thrown a plate in the cafeteria and he would say, hmm, you know, I wonder if I could calculate the spin on that. And he didn't necessarily know where the idea was going to lead, but he was fascinated about it. He just liked ideas. And it's this this kind of passion for ideas that does provide the innovation eventually. And if it doesn't lead to innovation, that's fine as well, because we're in this world of ideas. You know, there there is this intellectual world going on and we can play in it and enjoy and have fun in it. Of course, we do need to be careful. Well, I mentioned those th- thought terminating cliches. Well, I guess the, the steel man or the best case would be something like, well, surely you, you waste a lot of time exploring these ideas if you're not going to apply some kind of heuristic. Well, I don't, that's that's probably the strongest case, but I don't really buy that because I don't think exploring ideas is a waste of time ever. I think it's fun. I think it's valuable to play. I think play is wonderful and play is how we can actually give some of the finest Moments, these moments that that don't necessarily result in in a particular action, but they might. 
but they might provide that fertile ground for action later and just be valuable of themselves because they are enjoyable, because they, they allow us that majestic freedom to explore our own minds. The other thing that people say is what happens you say you're willing to entertain an idea, an educated mind is, is willing to entertain an idea, but what happens if you get lost? And I think that's actually a valuable criticism because a lot of people happen, like my, my brother said to me once, oh, so you're interested in this, this flat earth, you know, you're entertaining the idea, but what happens if you end up being an anti-Semite, <laughs> which <laughs> I'm probably, you know, presenting a kind of an absurd version of that argument. But what my brother said has some validity. It's not just a, a slippery slope, slope argument. There are cases where people get very interested in ideas and then they start to, to go down these hateful ideologies. That does happen. So he's not just inventing that. That, that that is actually something that that goes on. Um, of course, what my brother didn't know is that I actually have many many years of exploring these ideas. I know my way around the jungle, but not everybody does know their way around the jungle. And some people get lost in that jungle of ideas. So it is important to have mentors or have people around us where we can bounce ideas off. People who are willing to be critical of our ideas. And just as as it says, I think it says in Proverbs, just as iron sharpens iron, one friend's countenance sharpens another. So if we have those critical friends, the friends who are willing to tell us, you know, I do have some doubt about that idea. I'm not sure if that's right. And also friends who are willing to agree with us when we do speak the truth and, and look for the, the truth in or behind what, what we're saying and say, you know, there is something to that. And maybe they say, but <laughs> what's the other side of it? So that it, that's uh, something very valuable when we are asking questions. And what's the other thing? Ah, learning about logic. Yes. So I, I took a course in logic at Newcastle University many years ago, and I think that served me a lot in developing my own view of the world because I can't stop and question, being able to have that humility to su subject our own ideas to critical analysis, to logical analysis, to examine when, whether they do follow logically when we're making arguments and also apply that to other people's ideas. Not always the easiest thing to do. Of course, we have our own biases, but that's why it's so important to be conscious about what we're thinking. <laughs> be conscious of our own thoughts. It sounds a bit silly. Sounds like maybe I'm being redundant, but no, this, this is vital. Not just to think whatever we choose to think or whatever our whims give us to, to think, but to be aware of our own thoughts, to know which direction we're going. And of course, to do that one thing which can make all the difference, which can bring us into an examined life, that life so wholly worth living, 
to ask questions. A beautiful thought. Thank you to everybody following on TikTok at Beautiful Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Kurt.Paradise. And join the, the Telegram group. You can head on over to beautifulpodcast.com and you'll see at the top it's got the social section. So you can join, follow, and <laughs> do all that stuff. Uh, interact with us on those different platforms and have a wonderful day. Thank you.